Blog Talk Radio. Welcome once again to the Lucky Mojo Rumor Hour, brought to you by the Lucky Mojo Curio Companies in Forestville, California, and online at luckymojo.com. I'm your announcer, Clifford Love, CliffLow.com in Phoenix, Phoenix, New Jersey, and in just a moment, we'll be joined by our co-host, Catherine Ironwood of luckymojo.com in Forestville, California, and brother Christopher, roomworker.com in Long Beach, California. Bring... So this week we'll be joined by a special guest, um, uh, Conjurman of ConjurmanConsulting.com, uh, bringing us today's topic of breaking Brad romance. They will take your calls and offer advice to address, ameliorate, and remediate your questions and problems about love, money, career, and spiritual protection using traditional African-American folk magic practices of hoodoo conjure root work as divine and prescribed by the greatest spiritual hoodooists of our time. You can learn a lot just by listening, but if you're selected from among those who signed up at the Lucky Mojo Forum at forum.luckymojo.com and called into the show, then you'll be on the air and receive a free consultation. We'll be going to the phones in just a moment, but first, let's catch up with our co-hosts, Catherine Ironwood and Christopher. Miss Kat? Ah, hi, Clifford. I was glad that you recovered from being thrown a sidewinder there. <laughs> um, Did my best. Yeah, Cliff didn't know till 30 seconds before the show started that Conjurman is our guest and Brother Kim Christopher is our co-host. We love to throw those change-ups every once in a while. Puts everybody in a good mood, gets new things going. little shook up here. I love it when I'm a guest on the show. It throws everyone into a frenzy. All right. Um, so how are things here? Well, I am a, a little bit... Um, Uh, tired. I've been uh, moving boxes of books, 35-pound boxes of books, trying to keep up with my 15-year-old grandson, Max, who can lift a whole heck of a lot more 35-pound boxes of books than I can. But we've been doing some rearranging of um, the book department at Lucky Mojo. We had a lot of trouble during COVID. There actually were some of our Book publisher vendors have gone out of business. We also had trouble keeping our own books that we publish in stock. But over the years, as we've been publishing more and more books on magic, uh, and they were going out of business or letting books go out of print or not having the money to reprint books and saying, wait six months, we've had to revamp our book department. And it's actually becoming much more manageable because it's mostly our books now, although we still are carrying a nice stock of books from other publishers, Simon & Schuster, Llewellyn, uh, Red Wheel Wiser, and so forth. I mean, we're carrying a lot of books and a lot of uh, tarot cards and stuff, which are stored in the same part of the barn. But boy, was it time to, to admit that some of these companies were not coming back. They're gone. COVID, they're gone. No more books. And for a while, I was carrying on by buying like new copies from eBay sellers, barely marking them up just to keep them in stock, to keep the public happy. No more. <laughs> if they're gone, they're gone. <laughs> and I'm not going to be dealing an antiquarian uh, used book trade at this point. So that's how my day has been. 
I don't think I've done very much magic, just a lot of lifting and hauling. We had some wonderful customers in the shop, and I was able to serve them, too, in between hauling books around. But if I sound out of breath, it's because I've been hauling books for four hours straight. (laughs) So, so yeah. And I'm 75 years old, folks. She can still do it, but not with the sprightliness that I used to. All right. That's what everyone needs grandchildren for. And i got to thank my lovely daughter and son-in-law. They're also helping out, although they're doing other um, things around. And um, Part of the problem was that the books had um, overflowed into my dining room. And so to get the books out of the dining room, <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, cartons of them. And uh, they, they need to go down to storage, but it was raining, and then it wasn't raining, and then the storage unit, and then we had problems with the uh, storage companies um, not being able to find us another unit, and then they found us another unit. You know, it's life. It's it's what you expect when you live in a world that tends towards entropy if you don't constantly shore it up and rebuild. All right, that's what's new with me. Now we have a special co-host moment. So, Brother Christopher, this is your first time being a co-host here, and I want everyone to know all about you. So tell us what you've been up to. I know that you work with Dr. E Products and Mama E, but tell us what you've been up to, what kind of work you're doing, and what your week has been like. Um, my week has been all about heat management because where I live, we've gone through quite possibly the hottest week of this year um, where, was it a, a week ago, we had temperatures in the hundreds, which I, leave, I live in a, big, in a beach city. Wow, can't talk today all of a sudden. And it's really rare for beach cities to deal with temperatures above like 95, but it was like 105 at one point. And then um, the beginnings of a hurricane um, were forming off off the southern coast down by Tijuana and Baja and San Diego. And that tropical storm actually, the arms of it actually reached up to Los Angeles and brought some much needed rain to some areas. We had a little bit, there were some high winds. Um, a lot of palm trees knocked off, knocked off and into the road, which can be a danger as they can have sharp spines that can pop tires and stuff. But um, it was also just 90 degrees and 90% humidity and, you know, using a lot wow. of air conditioning and sheltering and stuff like that. And then in, in other stuff, though, I had some clients and they needed some people worked on to get some more favorable conditions for themselves. And so I was working on mojos and um, one client asked for a personal oil to be made just for them. So I'm in the process of macerating some herbs and some oils as a base. And then I'll work out a fragrance for him because uh, we talked about the fragrance profile that he likes, and I can I think I can do that for him without too much difficulty. And what else? Um, and then this evening I'm going to go meet up with some brethren of of the craft, and we're going to do stuff together. 
Wow. Neat. Well, it sounds like you've got your hands full. Oh, yeah. Glad to hear about it. You know, um, I want to thank you also for um, you've been on the Lucky Mojo Forum. I've been seeing you work there and answering people's questions. And um, so I want to thank you for that. It's real helpful. And um, so, folks, if you need some work done, Brother Christopher is available. And you can find him at AIR, Association of Independent Readers and Root Workers, and you can find him at Hoodoo Psychics. Yeah. All right. Well, today we have a guest. Um, I don't know if this man has ever been a guest before. Maybe Nagashiva, or maybe he can tell us himself. But our guest today is the one yep. and only Conjurman. So welcome to the show, Conjurman. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I have been a guest but many, many years ago. So it's been a while. It's been a while. I had that feeling you'd been a guest. All right. Well, yeah. um, so Contraman, for those who don't know about you, tell us what you've been up to this week, and then we'll get right into our topic. Well, I've been uh, quite busy. Um, I really, I was quite thinking about you all in Northern California. Southern California and the East Coast were all very hot. But Northern California got hit, I think, really bad. Um, with the with the heat wave, so you were all definitely in my thoughts. I was like, I hope to God uh, they're using some uh, wet towels as we talked about. <laughs> Remember our mm-hmm. conversation about wet towels? So I was like, I was just visualizing you with a wet towel. I was like, I hope she's got a nice wet towel. <laughs> but You're right. I've been quite good. I've been busy, and I've been very much avoiding lighting any candles because it is very, very warm, uh, and hopefully the heat wave will pass soon. Um, otherwise, been doing quite well. I've been having an interesting increase in clients that are very much tied to today's episode and tied to today's topic, trying to find out if their love life is blocked in some way, shape, or form. So these are people who have been like, I haven't had a date in years. I haven't, you know, I've been going on dates, but it never actually goes anywhere. Uh, one that I'm getting the most commonly, and I'm wondering if you all have had this, is I've been stuck in the talking stage is the one I get a lot. So people have been saying, hey, I've been stuck, and I think this has been probably started mid-August and continuing through now, this idea that I've been in the talking stage with this person for three months, for four months, and we haven't really gone anywhere beyond that. I don't know where we stand together. And so people have been coming in and really asking for readings in that regard. They want to know if they're crossed in their love life. They want to know if just the stars are not lining up for them. They also want to know if it's a consequence of the pandemic, is it? Because we were in lockdown for a year. Did it do something to my love life? And so a lot of people have been really asking why things are stagnating and why things are stalling. So this is one of the reasons when you asked me what topic we should do. I was like, we should definitely cover this topic. Because it's been the whole slate of clients for the past month, month and a half or so asking about this. And I was wondering if you all are experiencing it as well, this sort of influx of people want to know why their love life has stalled. Well, I've been seeing it too. Um, For a while, there was the COVID love life stall. But now there's this kind of what I'm calling the great reshuffling. You know, people who got together during COVID are now drifting apart. And people who delayed getting together during COVID find out that the other partner 
mm, was just stringing them along, or maybe there was a whole other story going on. So, yeah, it's a great reshuffling right now. And, of course, now we have entered It's a great way of putting it. Yeah. We've entered a period where we have so many retrograde planets, they're not even worth counting mm-hmm. at this point. <laughs> and, and Mercury is just the maraschino cherry on the top of that big cake of retrograde planets. And so, folks, if you're expecting things to go fast in anything that you do, you ain't going to have it. It's not happening. Too many retrograde planets. This isn't the most I've ever seen. I have actually lived through a point of time where there were seven retrograde planets, which was like, you know, one of those once in a lifetime. Well, probably not once in a lifetime, but it was pretty much. But right now um, we have uh, Pluto, Saturn, Neptune, Jupiter, Uranus, and Mercury are all retrograde. Okay, so if you mm. all do astrology, put that in your um, in your mind, and you're going to find and Mars that will be your going mind is going to work soon. Mars, but Mercury will come out before Mars goes in. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they switch up. So which will hopefully right. be a good thing. Right. So right now it's from Jupiter outward, but Mercury is also retrograde. Later uh, it'll be from Mars outward. And Mercury will be back on again. It's just, it's a mess. So don't expect things to go quickly um, at all. Um, all right. Um, so uh, we're going to be talking about the subject of what well, we came up with the title, Breaking Bad Romance. It's like Breaking Bad, Bad Romance. It's Breaking Bad Romance. And it's also about opening the way to good romance. So... Um, I'm going to just say one thing about it. it at the Lucky Mojo Forum, um, there this is one of the most popular threads at yes. the forum, which is how to um, break up and reconcile at the same time. In other words, break a bad romance, get a new good one, or um, to break two people apart and get your own, to, to cut mm-hmm. and clear and to find new love and to solidify love. Those Those threads, and they're that's about five or six different topics, are the most often posted to topics at the Lucky Mojo Forum. We have plenty of free spells there and lots of advice, but just be aware that this is a hot topic with most people. Mm-hmm. Okay, So I'm going to turn this over to you, Conjurman, and then we'll all kind of pitch in and talk a little bit, and then we'll go take a, a client reading. But go ahead and you lead us off with the idea of breaking bad romance. Yeah, breaking romance is uh, may not be an official condition category that we see talked about a lot, but it actually influences a great deal of love topics, whether we realize it or not. I often refer to it as love uncrossing work. You can call it breaking love jinxes, or as the title of this show is, breaking bad romances. So you can call it whatever you want, but indeed, a lot of the topics when we talk when we discuss love in a root work context, are tied to this idea of uncrossing or dealing with bad romances. Whether you're talking about work, you're talking about drawing in new love, all of this is tied together. And so what I always do is I diagnose for clients, first and foremost, when they're asking about love work, what might be going on? Because if all was going well, you wouldn't be coming to the root worker in the first place. If all was going well, you would do that reading. Maybe you might be needing a checkup. Maybe you need a little bit of touching up here or there. But the fact that you've already come to the root work indicates that something has gone awry. Because the natural state of a person is to be 
in a loving romance. That is our God-given right. That is our, and Hoodoo has a very positive understanding and cosmology of the world that your God-given right is one of blessing. You are supposed to have money. You're supposed to have your spiritual needs met, your material needs met. You're supposed to have a good home life, a good family life, a good job. And when any of these things are off, something has happened to strip you from that God-given position. Something has happened, whether it's a cross-condition, a curse, a bad pattern, bad luck, whatever it is, something has happened. And so that's important to understand, that your natural state is to be loved and to be in love. If you are not, then something has gone awry. I think this is important because it's meant to be empowering. You never feel that you are doomed to never find love. That is never the case. If you are having a bad streak in love, something has gone awry, and you can do something about it. You can fix it. I always tell people that the second easiest thing to cross up is your love life. Money is the first. If, if someone crosses you up, if someone jinxes you, someone throws evil eye your way, money is the first to go. You will suddenly have a weird expenditure. You'll have sudden, something will happen. But love is the second. Health is actually quite hard to impact unless you already have an underlying condition. It takes a lot of work to really mess someone's health up if they are healthy. But love can get messed up in a variety of ways. Why? Because it has the most entanglement. It involves other people. It's not just you. And so I identify a set of things that can cross up or produce bad relationships in life. The first is uh, what I call setting bad patterns. Setting bad patterns are habitual. These are things that you do that keep you from finding love, whether conscious or unconscious. This is you, for example, hiding yourself away in your house and never going out. This is you never interacting with people. Going, well, why on earth do I not have love? Well, you haven't spoken to anyone in six months. So <laughs> when are you supposed to find love? So these are the things we do. It could think even as simple as you generally don't get dressed up when you go out. You are always in a sort of state of disarray when you're out. These are the happiest patterns, things that you do that can self-sabotage you from finding love. These are generally behavior-oriented. Related to it is what I call the self-jinx. The jinx is something that happens internally that you manifest. So it's not a habit. It's the words you speak which bring things into existence. We have the power to manifest by speaking it. You will see countless examples of this if you go to the Lucky Mojo forum. And Kat can attest to this. Every time someone new comes in in a state of, I need to find love, nine times out of ten, they have a scream name like, doomed to never find love, doomed in love, <laughs> right. unhappy in love, cursed. They have these names that you simply, and Kat, bless her heart and bless her patience, always goes, take a look at your screen name. Hold on a minute. Tell me what that's putting out in the world. She has way more patience than some. But that right there is an example of the self-jinx. You are speaking into existence your misery in your love life. So the self-jinx is immensely powerful, and you have to be mindful of what you talk, and also the talk that's happening internally. Someone is flirting with you, and you immediately go, they want something. Someone says something, they don't actually really like me. This is the, this is the internal talk 
This is the prayer that you don't realize you're putting out in the world. And it is extraordinarily powerful when it comes to ruining your love life. The next tier is what we call crossed stars or star lovers. Something is going on natally, astrologically. Something is in your chart that perpetuates an ongoing thing. This is not something that you are maybe aware of. It may not be something that you're actively doing. It is simply a condition of your life. But like everything else, it can be remediated. It's like being born with a heart murmur. Not a bad thing. It's not the end of the world. But there's things you can do to address it. There's things that you can do, medication that you can take, activities you can take. Some people are predisposed to alcoholism in life. You could do things to help address it. This is one of those things where you recognize that the path may have a rock thrown in the way, but you can step over the rock. The rock doesn't disappear, but you learn to adjust with it. Some examples of this would be like Venus in a cadent house, square from Saturn. Saturn is a planet that slows things down, and it generally indicates a later uh, relationship, generally later in life in some way, shape, or form. So maybe not a lot of romances early on, but later. Or the Lord of the Law of Mary, the Lord of Mary an indicator whether you will have long-term relationships. And if the Lord of a lot of marriage is afflicted in some way or has fallen, that is an example. In fact, right now, the current transit of Venus is through Virgo. While she has some dignity and some of the degrees of Virgo, she's fallen in Virgo. So it's not the best and most comfortable place for Venus. All the planets are retrograde and Venus is not having the most comfortable time. So that's an example of star-crossed conditions that may be affecting your love life. Then the Can I just jump in? Can I just jump in yeah, here? Yeah, Let me just jump in here. Um, one of the funnest things to do as a consulting astrologer is to look at someone's natal chart and see what remediations can be done. So being star-crossed is not the end of the story. Um, a good astrologer will find you some remediations to work out, even if you were born with a really funky yeah. natal chart. Just had to say that. Go yeah. ahead now. About, about 80% of, of astrological remediation is love remediation. I would say about 80% is almost, or maybe 75. But it is a big chunk of it. So... You could address it. You can fix it. All of these things can be fixed. The next is spiritually transmitted conditions. This uh, is important to understand that we don't, we don't talk about this in a sort of Puritan sense, that uh, you need to avoid sex or casual sex or anything of the sort. No. It's simply about being mindful of the entanglements that you When you're involved with someone, whether you're involved with them sexually, romantically, whatever, you bring your baggage, they bring their baggage. And sometimes that baggage meshes together and it's perfectly fine. And other times it's not. So sometimes when people come to me and they go, oh, I haven't dated someone in like six years. I'm like, well, what was your last relationship? And we go and look and it's like, okay, the problem was with your ex. Something happened in that relationship. They brought, whether they brought an ancestral curse, they brought something with them, they brought their own version of not a sexually transmitted disease, but it's certainly a spiritually transmitted condition. And again, it mm -hmm. can be remediated. You just be mindful of it, practice spiritual hygiene, cleansing. You get involved with people, whether, physically, uh, whether casually or obviously that you're a little bit more careful of. Don't bring people into your life that are, you know, super, super toxic. They may have certain spiritual issues with them. Don't, you know, I always tell people, don't sleep with people who hate your guts. <laughs> and mm -hmm. who you deep down actually hate. You don't even like them. 
sleep with people you like. You don't need to love someone to sleep with them, but you should at the very least like them. <laughs> they should like right, you. Right. So be, be mindful of the connections that you're making with people. If that connection is uh, extraordinarily toxic, that can affect your other relationships. And then the final condition, and here we can open it up to talk about how we address them, is an actual crossed connection. This is someone actively cursing your love life. It's, it can generally be um, and the ex of the person you're with, or sometimes it can be someone within your own family who wants you to go a particular path in romance. They don't like the person that you're with. They don't like the person that you're ending up with. Uh, so be mindful of people around you. This is when someone actively pays against your relationship. May their relationship fail or lights burn or burns black candles. So this is an active curse. The other one are a little bit more amorphous. This is very concrete. Someone has intervened and crossed up your love life. Identifying these into breaking bad romance. So let's talk a little bit about, you know, Miss Cad and Chris and Brother Christopher. Let's talk a little bit about the ways that we can address these different well, I want to. I want before we move on to addressing them. I want to go back to your. Um, um, I guess you would call it diagnostic uh, triage mm. here. Um, this is really important because many of the people who yeah. come to us, and I mean me, Christopher, you, everybody, um, yeah. their first leap is I'm crossed. I've been yes. crossed. I've been yes. jinxed. I've been hexed. My love life's been hexed. It's very similar to when people go to a doctor and they're fearful. The very first thing is, Doc, I've got cancer. Right? Right, they, right. they leap to the worst case scenario out of fear. But um, what you're saying is let's look at these conditions from other points of view. For instance, just yes. as an example, I had a lady um, – call me and she was all, you know, I'm crossed, I'm cursed and this and that and the other. And I'm going on, no. Um, And I Mm -hmm. I don't need to tell you what cards I pulled and what my pendulum said. But in the end, I said, this is a, 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 an organ in your body of which you have two that's causing your problem. Mm. It is your adrenals. It could be your lungs. It could be Mm -hmm. um, your thyroid. And she goes, oh, well, it's both my adrenals and my thyroid. And I'm like, okay, uh, so that's, there you go. <laughs> right? and it wasn't her lungs. Thank God, it wasn't her lungs. But it was, um, it was just like I was, I was getting this, you know, that it was a paired organ, and it was out of balance. And so, in the end, the the reading wasn't how do you find love. It's how do you get your adrenal function and your thyroid back in whack. You know what I mean? Right, was, right. And yeah. so this is so important in being a really a full-service mm-hmm. root worker is to be fearless in telling the client that it's not cross-conditions. So, Christopher, yeah, what do you absolutely. have to say about this before we get into the actual addressing it? What do you have to say? Um, well, I mean... There were two things that popped out to me is about like, you know, how these people show up at the Lucky Mojo Forum and they make their screen name like Doomed in Love. And mm-hmm. I have to say I've encountered my fair share of that, but it's a little mm-hmm. bit more subtle. Like the words that they're putting out there and mainly the way they go about it is that they shit on love and other people's love life. Like, oh, yeah. you see it a lot, especially around Valentine's Day, where people are just like, mm-hmm. I hate Valentine's Day. Terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're just like, this is why you're single. Like, 
<laughs> like you I call them misery hate love. Spreaders, misery spreaders. This is why you're not getting love in your life is because you're hating mm-hmm. on love. And when you mm-hmm. stop doing that, it'll turn around. And yep. I've I've gotten response from two people who I told this to, and they're like, you know, I thought about that, and I stopped doing it, and all of a sudden I started dating again. I was like, ta-da. <laughs> um, yep. And then, yep. like, spiritually transmitted, yourself, yeah. like, like, issues, it reminds me of, I haven't gotten clients like this, but I've talked to other people who were doing readings for people, and in the reading it came up that this person was, crossed in their love life, but it was because an ancestor made a vow to a spirit of love and didn't keep their end of the bargain. Mm. And now Mm -hmm. that spirit of love is blocking their love life. Yeah. Right. Right. That's a, that's a, it's a generational love block. And I've seen those. That is absolutely true. And uh, remediation can help that as well. I wanted to say something else about what I call the, the meme people. I've mentioned this Mm. on the show before. There are people who just post memes and these are uh, of various types. It can be uplifting memes. You know, today is the best day that you will ever have. You know, you know, fortune is coming your way. Fortune's policy. They're just random. You go to meme generating sites and they'll generate them for you. Mm-hmm. Or you can pick mm-hmm. them up from meme storage sites. And they're up, uplifting and great. But there are also these bizarre memes, the memes of doom, that people who are otherwise seemingly nice people just put out there. I hate mm. it when, and then they just you know, fill in the blank, right? Or um, mm-hmm. what did love ever do for you? You know, that kind yeah. of stuff. And these are anti-love memes are yeah. very odd, and people use them when they have a transient bad moment. But what they're doing is exactly what Conjurman yeah. just said. They're spreading a spiritually transmitted disease. So check your memes yeah. also. Yeah, and yeah. don't don't be spreading memes that are um, horrible and anti-love. So, Brother Christopher, absolutely correct. Those the meme people are people to watch with caution. <laughs> Just yeah, watch yeah. them with this caution. Is very true. Because very true. if you friend them, if you like their meme, you're liking yeah. negativity, right? So think about yeah. that. You share um, them. I'm not trying to. Yeah, I'm not trying to blame the lovelorn for every for all of their own stuff but sometimes it's like going out unmasked to a you know a super spreader event and there's 653 likes on some stupid ugly anti-love meme and you sign on to it you just signed Mm. on to it folks so be careful about the meme people right yeah that's so true so true and and this, I should, we should point out that the reason we we're emphasizing things like memes and whatnot before we even talk about curses is because the set patterns, the self-jinx, the astrological are all way more common than the other two, which are the spiritual transmitted and then finally the curses. I always tell people there are far more curses than you think, way less than you fear. Way, way less than you fear. But the other stuff, the self-jinxing, the self, the set patterns, the astrological, and even the spiritual transmitted that are passed around are far more common. So that's why it's important to diagnose first before you dive into curse-breaking work. Yeah. Okay. All right, well, let's talk about what we can do about it. Okay? Mm. Mm. 
Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I'm going to start with one of my favorite herbs, and maybe we can all share. I love lemon verbena for this. Lemon verbena works so well to remove uh, bad conditions when it comes to romance, bad conditions in your life in general. Lemon verbena is really good. You can brew it, uh, use it as a bath. You can burn it as incense. Really fantastic. And I usually couple it with violet leaves and balms of Gilead. These three work so well together to both heal the heart, but also to remove and break bad romance. I personally, I like using rue, and I've I've had really good sex with rue. We're doing very similar things to what mm-hmm. you described, uh, contraband, where it it helps you just like get out of that funk and mm-hmm. open up those things. And I also find at the same time it can help keep those toxic people away from you, like. Um, I actually made a simple rue oil. I bought the essential oil of rue, and I had some dried rue on hand, and I put it all into a little bottle with some carrier oil. And I happened to have an Italian chimaruta charm, um, and I would anoint it with that rue oil, and I would find this, like, if I go out to a bar or a nightclub, like, the really unsavory people stay away from me, but the cool people <laughs> don't drink heavily and, you know, are just looking to have a good time and meet nice oh, people. Good. Like they're the ones attracted and drawn to me. Right. Mm-hmm. The people who you vibe with. Oh, I love that. That's a really good strategy. Yeah. And, and I, and I make a bath with that sometimes with like rose petals and lavender. And in the past, before I was married, that, would if I was feeling like, you know, there's something weird going on, I don't know what it is, I would take one of these baths and it would just seem to open like the channels of love. You know, mm. whether we'll it's definitely just be like, talking about a rue bath at the end, I promise. <laughs> oh, awesome. You and, know, it's in, it's interesting. In my life I haven't really felt crossed in love um mm. ever. I've never felt crossed in love, and I, I don't know whether I just have a thick skin or whatever. I recognize its existence in other people. I've never experienced mm. it in my own life. Don't all of you send me courses now because it's too late, okay? But um, <laughs> but because I'm, I'm happily married. But I've never felt cursed in love, but what I have felt was when I was lacking love, it was because I wasn't making the social gestures, which uh, Contraband mentioned. I wasn't going out. I was just sitting at home in a corner and wasn't going out. So while you guys talk about um, uh, lemon verbena and rue and, and you know kind of repelling the negatives and everything like that, I always just jumped immediately to fast luck, like um, just get oh, me laid. Great, yeah. That will just get me out of my funky mood, right? So... Um, fast luck is my thing, and and I've used fast luck to draw and attract sexual partners all my life, and and uh, I still use it sometimes in my own home life. Um, it's a very simple scent. It's a lovely scent, and I I really feel that it will not so much break a curse as just um, bring you where you want to be in yeah. moving on with love. Now. Having said that, my big problem is stasis. So I don't so much feel that I'm crossed in love. My big problem is that I have in the past gotten into love situations that were 
unproductive, and I could not get out of them because I couldn't say goodbye. It just was impossible for me to say goodbye. And um, and Shiva has put into the to the chat movement between states. Yes, I had a boyfriend who was an engineer, and he said, "You resist state changes," and that was it. I resisted state changes, mm. and so for me to kick me out of a bad state, in other words, loneliness or sadness, I use something that it is used to exactly is the state change formula, and that is Van-Van. Van-Van oh, yeah. changes states. And so for me, if I was alone and like, oh, I felt, oh, no love and whatever, and I have to get out of this bad relationship, I would first break up the bad relationship, then Van-Van myself all over, and when I felt Clear and clean, then fast luck. So that's my little thing. Okay. Oh, that's great. Yeah, and Van Van has a really good connection with vitality. It's used mm-hmm. to empower. It's used to strengthen. Uh, we, there's a reason we use it with talismans. So there's a really I love the logic there. It's like not only are you changing state, but you're also kind of giving yourself a boost, empowering mm-hmm. yourself. You're 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 filling yourself up with vitality, which is exactly what sex and love are related to, right? The power of vitality. And fast luck is amazing in that regards because you're quite literally getting lucky, <laughs> which is what you need if you've had a little bit mm-hmm. of bad luck in love. Just a little bit of fast luck works wonders in that regard. Um, I do want to emphasize uh, any type of uh, product that heals is really, really good uh, after this after these issues, whether you're breaking bad romance or just leaving a bad romance to a new one. So I really want to give a shout-out to the Cut and Clear product at Lucky Mojo. They're really good, proprietary formula, really fantastic work in that regard. And it has this really great component of breaking away the thing that hurt you, the thing that brought you down, the thing that, that wounded you while opening you up to new love. It works hand in hand. So cut and clear works really well. If you add just a couple drops of cut and clear oil to your bath or you get the cut and clear oil, uh, cut and clear bath crystals, they work absolute wonders in that regard. They really well, but also has a leak scent very similar to that lemony, uplifting, fantastic scent that really breaks and clears away. I'm I'm, oh, go ahead. I actually have personal experience with cut and clear um, mm. for myself, but I, and I've also performed the spell with several clients like three times, and it's fantastic. Like the the very the full spell with the piece of paper that you cut in half, and the white candle, and the black candle, and the salt, and the rose petals all of it. And when I did it for myself, I was sort of lovelorn over this one guy who just wouldn't, he just like ghosted me and stopped responding to my texts and phone calls. And I just didn't know why. And so after about a week, I was just like, I need to do something about this. And so I did the cut and clear spell. And it was like the next morning I woke up and I was just like, (sighs) and he didn't like, I wasn't troubled by him anymore. And I've Mm. had two or three clients come to me who were people that I knew personally, and they were just pining away over somebody. And I was like, I have this spell for you. And they're like, oh, will you do it? I'm like, sure, but you have to come and, like, participate. And they were like, okay. And so we did the spell, and all three of them moved on to better relationships, better situations Mm. for themselves. You know, and and got over being stuck on this person that 
just didn't decided they didn't love them anymore. And yeah. So I want to say something about that cut and clear. Um, and again, I've said this on the radio before, but I do have to always give mm. a shout out to this Puerto Rican guy <laughs> in New York City. This bill was taught to me in the early 70s by a Puerto Rican guy in New York City, and I never got his name. I never asked his name, which was the stupidest thing because um, I owe him a lot. If he's out there, if he's still alive, he'd be he's older than me. Um, he was a, just a guy who just showed me this cut and clear. He gave me the recipe for it. He told me how to do it. It accorded with some hoodoo type spells that I knew about getting rid of someone you don't want, but he had it really refined to this whole spell, which is that cut and clear spell. He taught it to me. He actually kind of walked me through it, made sure that I understood every step of it. I repeated it back. He corrected me. And I then said, thank you so much, but I don't think I'll ever need this. But, you know, because I was a young woman, we didn't have to cut and clear. We just go out and find someone else, you know. But, um, But I did remember it, and I very soon did need it. And I realized that I had never gotten his name. And I feel bad about that. I just know he was Puerto Rican. He was in New York. And um, and I met him at a, at a you know, candle shop. So this spell, cut and clear, I don't think mm. is Puerto Rican in its origin. Um, but it might be. I've never heard of it from Puerto Rico. He may have devised it himself. But I think it really just came out of hoodoo. And he was living in New York at the time. And he was working uh, you know, in a hoodoo context. So I just have to give that shout out every time that spell is mentioned. There is nothing else quite like it. It really is perfect. It's just exactly the way he taught it to me. I teach it to others. You can look it up at luckymojo.com forward slash html, And it really is the bomb. It's the best. Um, it really so, is. Yeah. So, um this is um when you do cut and clear, um sometimes people aren't quite ready for cut and clear and I sometimes say you right. want to start with clarity <laughs> first. Mm-hmm. Because people say, Well what if I cut and clear what'll happen? I'll be all alone. Mm-hmm. Well start with some clarity. Get your mind centered and pieced in to uh, to what the reality of your life is going to be and will be. Clarity is good. Mm-hmm. You can make a blends of some of these things too. Um, if you want to leave somebody and don't have the courage, you can take something like separation oil and plus um, crucible of courage oil and and use it on yourself. Right? Mm-hmm. So s- separation is not a like breakup, we're going to fight and then he's going to pull a gun and then I'm going to call the yeah, cops. Yeah. And, no, no, no. Separation is just we go our separate ways. So separation plus crucible of courage, and you can plus clarity, right? And that will often give you some idea of where you're going. You can make these uh, what we call churches and root worker specials. Um, If money is an issue, you can plus money stay with me. Now think about that. And yeah. you can you can blend that and use that around the house, use it in cleansing, as you prepare to separate from somebody. You'll have the courage to speak up. You'll have clarity of focus of where you're going. You'll be able to separate and you'll be able to keep your money. So plus money stay with me is sometimes a really good mm-hmm. extra touch. 
You don't need to use four oils. I'm just saying that's the most we'll put into one bottle. But there are mm-hmm. other blends like this that are really useful for walking you through a narrative. I call this the narrative of intent mm-hmm. or narrative of intention. And when you think about breaking up with somebody, sometimes you just need that um, that little kick, you know, somebody to be your uh, helper and uh, your guide. And that's where a root worker can come in. So that's all I have to say about that. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I want to put in a, a, a um, shout-out to sex magic here as well, which is a really powerful way of working when it comes to things like being crossed or having bad romance. You can use sex magic to break uh, any type of condition. So sex magic that uses candles, or you'd use a little bit of self-love, use the uh, to visualize erotically and magically, to manifest the love that you desire, use that to then anoint a candle by which you add love me oil. I always tell clients to also add either John the Conqueror root or Queen Elizabeth root oil to that candle that you uh, then anoint is a really powerful way of breaking, holding you and bringing in and manifesting the love that you desire. So using sex magic in combination with candles to manifest love can really break the patterns that have been holding you back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These, these um, combinations are very um, interesting. So I had mentioned separation plus crucible of courage plus clarity plus money stay with me, but maybe you want separate, your narrative will be a little different. Maybe you want to start mm. with crucible of courage plus separation plus cut and clear plus attraction. So you mm. make your own narrative. And just make those four steps. You can blend those oils together and work your way through the situation um, with combos like that. So, again, just a different one would be, and I hope Shiva writes it down, cut and clear plus um, separation plus crucible of courage plus attraction. Um, is is another way to work. In the chat, um, we have a question. Queen Elizabeth oil, what does it help with? Queen Elizabeth oil is based around Queen Elizabeth root, not named for the recently deceased queen, but for the long ago deceased Queen Elizabeth I. It's just another name for iris root or orris root. And it is a female plant. Um, it is wonderfully scented. And the uh, person who looks at an iris flower will understand why it's female um, if they know what female anatomy looks like and so it's used for love of a female or for female love it's often used um, for um, lesbian love but it can also be used for female power and strength you can add queen elizabeth root oil uh, or chips of the root or whatever to any kind of a love and you can also mix it with john the conqueror if you want heterosexual love there's your answer to your question. <laughs> go, go ahead. Yeah, I think that's fantastic. I would, building that narrative is one of the reasons why I mentioned John the Conqueror and Queen Elizabeth. I personally, for example, for me, I would use uh, cut and clear as a separate oil, and then in my combination, a root worker special, I would put come to me, love me, and John the Conqueror root, which works really well, all works really well together, or you can replace John the Conqueror root with come he loved me, and um, Queen Elizabeth 
grapefruit oil. That would be a really great combo. So you start the Narod off with a, with a cut and clear. It's its own separate sort of working, its own separate oil. And then you move to the attraction phase using that combination. And you can use that oil as a personal scent as well. Add it on as a sort of perfume that you wear out. Will work wonderfully. You can also, if you want to heat it up a little bit, add fires of love to that mixture. Uh, that always really works well. In the same way that Fast Luck is really a great tool to get lucky, a great product to get lucky, so too can Fires of Love be exactly the push you need. If you've been a, a, away from love for a long time and things move a little bit slowly, you can use Come to Me uh, oil and add a little bit of Fires of Love oil to really bring it in quickly, to bring it in hot. Uh, usually Fires of Love is used to uh, increase the heat in an existing relationship, but I have used it to bring in love a little bit faster or to bring in love hot, and it's worked wonderfully in that regard. And the reason I mentioned it is that because when you are in the state of bad romance, when you're in a state of crossed conditions in love, or your love life is crossed, that can also affect your magic. So if you're one of those people that have been lighting love candles for months on end and you're getting no results, you might consider looking to see if you've had your love life crossed up because it can affect. There's a reason why candles don't work. There's a reason why your prayers aren't being answered. There's a reason why that isn't bringing in the love that you want. So you start with that diagnosis. And then in your love work, if you add an element of heat, that can generate enough power to kind of break through the sluggishness. So if things are moving slow, add a little bit of that fires of love. Yeah. Now, we're, we're talking here about uh, several ways to use these. And just today in my shop, I had a woman come in. She wanted some come-to-me bath crystals. And so I pulled them out of the drawer. I said, here you go. She goes, is this more powerful than the oil? I went, oh, boy. <laughs> we got to go back to square one. Um, so I explained to her that the bath crystals, the sachet powders, the incense, and the oil are all made with a stock oil to which the same herbs are added. That the herbs are cut coarse. They're added to the oil, which is put into a carrier because you're not going to put straight oils on your skin. If they're cut a little uh, finer, they, they go into the incense, and so does the oil. If they're cut a little bit finer than that, they go into the bath crystal. If they ground to a powder, they go into the sachet powder. And then I showed her how sachet powders go on papers and oils go on wood and people and, you know, the usual bath crystals go in the bath. And she just stared at me like a, you know, a deer in the headlights, like, what? She thought I was going to tell her that one was more powerful than the other. And I said, mm -hmm. no, it's how you want to use the product. So when we name exactly. products like this, we're not necessarily talking about the oil. We could say John the Conqueror oil, but if you are using it um, as a dusting powder, you would use the powder, right? And if yeah. you were using it as an incense, you would use the incense. So these formulas, if they are made correctly by someone who knows how to make these things, um, many companies will make oils, but not all companies will make the same product in these um, extra formats. And, of course, yeah. she also asked, well, what about a candle? Well, then you've got to dress the candle with the oil. It's the same thing. I mean, it's always about how it's going to be uh, utilized. So when you pick something to use, when we're talking about love and sex, we tend to want something that will go on the body. So you can mm -hmm. smoke yourself with the incense, for instance, or you could powder yourself with the powder. 
that people often like to powder their feet and shoes, for, for example. Um, if you want to um, use the oil in your hair, you can, or on your body. And if you want to take a bath, it can be a bath. So when we say oil on this show, we really mean any way that you use those products. And oil can is interchangeable with bath crystals because you can just pour some of the oil straight into your bath water. But some people yep. like the bath yep. crystals. So you need to learn how to use the products. I know I talk about this a lot, but I just want to make it clear here that these are not just oils that we're talking about, but a whole yep. array yep. of things that you can make. You can also yep. go with straight-up herbs, like we've been talking about rue and lemon verbena and lavender and so forth. The herbs can be carried in a mojo, and I'd like to just mention at this point that making a mojo or carrying a bag um, for love is a really great way to work. I would not bother carrying a, a bag for separation or breakup. I know that we do sell on crossing bags, and people do wear them but and carry them. But I'm, I guess, mm-hmm. a little bit on the optimistic side. I would prefer to bathe to uncross and then carry a mojo to draw because it's working all the time for me. That's just me, but I know plenty of people who carry an uncrossing mojo and feel very strong about it because they're in a situation where the crossing continually happens. You know, they got a mother-in-law who hates mm-hmm. them or something. Mm-hmm. It's going on continually. Every time they go in that house, they, ugh, they feel crossed up. So they want to carry that uncrossing mojo. I just don't happen to have that circumstance. And for me, um, I'm carrying a mojo for positive things, for love, for sexuality, for happiness. Right, right. And I think it, it is what you're getting at here is very important. When we're talking about these products, we're talking about these different ways of working. It depends on the conditions you're experiencing. It depends on what's going on. And it also depends on what your intent is. Let's say you're in an instance where someone has been burning candles on you to cross up your love life. Maybe for you, bathing is the best way forward to uncross your love life. And so you'll be working with uh, love, love me bath crystals, and you'll be brewing the herbs into teas and bathing with it because you want to snuff out those candles. Or maybe there's an indication in your astrological chart that you have an excess of, of water and you need a little bit more fire in order to ensure that you get the love that you desire. So you instead will work with candles before you work with oils of these products rather than working with the powders of them. So which product you use, the type of product that you use, whether it's an oil, whether it's a powder, it's all customizable based off of what is going on in your life, which is why we always say you start off with the diagnosis portion. of You find out what is actually going on. Are you crossed in love? Is this an astrological issue? Is this a self-jinx? What is going on? For example, if a person is be self-jinxing, if this is a person who has been putting out negativity by their words and by their thoughts, by saying, I hate love, never loves me back, and nobody's going to be with me, then I might start asking them to work with incenses because incense is a really great way of cleansing the mind but also purifying words. It has that connection with air. And so I would tell them to, for example, burn some of the herbs, maybe burn bombs of Gilead, burn rue together with these incense powders that then are burnt and then placed around the body so you can smoke the actual body. There's all different ways of doing it. You can actually pass the incense over your head very carefully. You don't want to drop it uh, on you. Also place it on the ground and step over it symbolically. 
Certainly, we had other instances, for example, in the Hudu Root Work Correspondence course that Ms. Kat teaches. Uh, you, she teaches that you can sit on a chair and take a blanket and wrap it around you with the incense underneath, creating a sort of structure with the cloth, almost teepee-like, allowing the incense to really touch all aspects of your body. So in that instance, we would use... Um, we would use incense because this person is self-jinxing. But in the case of an astrological remediation, we might prescribe instead a talisman or a mojo, something that is enduring in order to address the long-term nasal condition. So based off what you experience, that may change the way you approach it and the type of product that you use. Yeah, that's a, that's really important. We have some questions, in, and I know we're running short on time here. I want to really quick get to them. Dr. Sweet's asked, anybody ever put male juice in their oil mixture just to drop? I would be concerned by bacteria growth in the bottle would foul it up eventually. Well, it, it's the same, and I answered here, anytime you put proteins into spiritual supplies, you have an expiration date, work wisely on an as-needed basis only. In other words, if you were thinking, just think of meat, right? And you put meat in your refrigerator, you're not going to keep it there for two weeks. It'll go bad even in your refrigerator, so don't be doing that. Um, so you want to use it on an as-needed basis. You can mix up an oil with any kind of um, bodily protein uh, of whatever it is, or uh, saliva, urine, anything, you know, that's a bodily fluid. You can mix it up just in the palm of your hand on an as-needed basis. That's how we work. We work practically. And um, just that's the answer to mm -hmm. that question. <laughs> and um, the other the other one was um, Happy Smiles asked, what does a natural love magnetism amuletic quality about you mean? And it means the ability to be your own amulet. You yourself are your own charm. It's the same as saying that person is charming. They literally are a magnetic love charm. They draw love to themselves. And uh, that's what it means. So Dr. Sweet says, so just use a dram bottle only. No, Dr. Sweets, I did not say just use a dram bottle only. You misunderstood me. I said Mix it up in the palm of your hand because a dram bottle is, is a quarter ounce. Too much. You're going to waste it all. It will not keep. Be very cautious with this. Mix it up in the palm of your hand only or on, in a little saucer with finger. I mean, whatever you're going to use that day, it's like a picnic. You just you don't eat picnic food three days from now. Remember, the mayonnaise left out <laughs> in the sun causes you know food poisoning. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> As always, make sure that common sense is an important part of your root work. <laughs> right, right. And uh, Shiva said, I was describing Catherine as potentially amuletic insofar as she did not ever need to use uncrossings of love. Ah, oh, yes, yeah. because I studied magnetism when I was young, and I studied uh, the works of W. W. Atkinson, William Walker Atkinson, and a few other mm -hmm. people in the New Thought movement, and I learned how to make myself magnetically powerful and how to mm -hmm. also use self-hypnosis under the guidance of Melvin Powers. Okay? <laughs> so, for all of those who need to know, um, I have a Patreon uh, a site, and you can subscribe, and you'll learn a lot more about magnetism and hypnotism, self-hypnosis. Melvin Powers. All right. Well, that's the end of our uh, getting rid of bad love and getting into good new love. And now I believe we're going to go to a client. 
All right. Support for this program is provided by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California, and located online at luckymojo.com, and by the Association of Independent Readers and Root Workers, AIR, a directory of ethical and authentic conjure practitioners located online at readersandrootworkers.org, and by Hoodoo Psychics, the first psychic line run entirely by Hoodoo practitioners. Receive a reading with a trusted root worker instantly. Call 1-884-HOODOO or visit hoodoopsychics.com. And by the Crystal Silence League, a free online prayer service of the Association of Independent Spiritual Churches located online at crystalsilenceleague.org. Now it's time to go to the phones and talk to today's client. Our caller is Angela, calling from uh, area code 512. Angela, are you there? Yes, I am. Superb. Um, You say, I would just like a general reading about my life. All right, uh, turning it over to you, Miss Kat. Wow. Okay. A general reading about your life. My gosh. All right. Well, we will start with me, I guess, and um, and then we will go to uh, Brother Christopher, and then we will go to Contraband, who'll give you some root work advice. So, Angela, what uh, is your sign? I think I think I do. I think I do the second reading oh, of the this time. Yes. Oh, I'm so sorry. Duh. <laughs> I now I'm the one who got hooked. Okay. Um mm-hmm. yes, Brother Christopher will do the root work and our guest, Contraman, will do your second reading. Yay. Okay. Thanks for correcting me, hon. All right, so Angela, what is your sign of the zodiac? Aquarius. Okay, Aquarius. Well, lucky you. Um, Your two rulers, your traditional ruler and your modern ruler, both retrograde. That would be Saturn and Uranus. Not so good for Aquariuses right now. Sorry. Um, There's a bit of sluggishness in your life. Aquarius, um, a very complex sign because it's um, ruled by um, Saturn uh, in the old system, so it's considered sort of a... Uh, slow moving, but then it got hooked up with Uranus, which is very speedy modern technology in the modern astrology world, and they're both retrograde. So let me give you a general reading. So what I see here is um, the first card is the Ten of Wands. This is a card. This is a card of slow moving. It's a person holding ten wands and is moving toward repair of a house. They are on a stage. And the house and the trees and all are just a painted backdrop. They are carrying a heavy load. So this is your immediate past. There's been a lot of dragging going on, a lot of things that have been going for a long time, not fixed, that need to be worked on. There's a heavy burden. One way to look at this burden and stop saying, oh, poor me, is to put down some of the burden or pass it on to someone else to carry and uh, find out how much you can carry because you're overburdened. And it's been a little much for you. There is a sense that you'll never get there because it's just a painted backdrop. But what this really is, is a time between the acts of your life. It's a time when a new part of your, a new act of your life is about to begin. So carrying the old burden um, from your old uh, situation into your new situation is not that great for you. Okay, do you you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Okay. The next card is a wonderful card called the Wheel of Fortune. So this says that you're in for some changes that are going to come. And the Wheel of Fortune 
shows a wheel in the middle of the sky with the Hebrew letters yod heh vav heh which is the name Jehovah, and what we call in English, the name of God. And it also says rota, R-O-T-A, which means wheel. And it also says T-A-R-O-T, which is tarot. So it's the wheel of tarot. But it also basically relates to the idea of um, heaven's great wheels. It also has an astrological meaning. And the four corners are the four fixed signs of the zodiac, Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, and Aquarius, which you are. And this is about the pillars that hold up heaven, the turning of heaven. And there are people in your life, represented by snakes, who will leave your life. Somebody especially has been bad to you is going to leave your life. They may be lazy. They may be mean. They may be sneaky. They're going to be gone. And you don't have to do anything. They will fall off the wheel. I'm not saying they're going to die, but they're falling off the wheel of your life. Coming into your life is a new friendly person represented as the priest of Anubis, the dog god of companionship and loyalty. Someone is coming into your life, probably male. I mean, this guy is shown naked with a penis, so we assume he's a male-identifying creature. Um, And he's coming into your life, and he will be a friend, a helper. And then at the top is a sphinx holding a sword, which stands for justice and rebalancing. So things are on the change. Things are on the move. It's going to be good. One of the things that's important about this card is that the four animals in the four corners have books. And I always encourage people to start, on a temporary basis at least, start keeping a journal of things, of how things are going in your life. Keeping a journal will be good for you. A dream journal, a day journal, a moon journal, uh, a menstrual cycle journal, whatever kind of a journal that you feel moved to make, uh, commit yourself to keeping a journal for a while. And I would say this is the Wheel of Fortune can last as as a card. It can last several months. And I would say it's uh, it's the number 10, which is October. But um, I would say keep a journal for about a month. What you do, what you feel, what you're doing, what's what's going on in your life. It will be of immense help to you. I when I've gotten this card in the past, I've kept dream dream journals and have found an amazing revelations come when you write that dream down and you begin to see what's going on in your sleep world in the astral plane. It's very interesting. The third card for you is a, a very good card and it's a card that shows upcoming um rebalancing in your life so this is the card of justice so if you're involved in a court case it'll probably come out in your favor if you're involved in health matters they will probably be resolved if you have a situation with friends or enemies it'll balance out if it's a money situation it'll balance out it is not a card of advance or being given like wow super bonus you hit the lottery it's just a card of balance Things that are at a loss will be made good. Things that are too much going too fast will be slowed down. All will be well. The Lady Justice holds a sword. This is one of those cut and clear moments. This may relate to that person falling off the wheel of your life. Uh, Somebody will go and something else will be rebalanced. One of the important things about this card says... You can return things to the way you want them, but do not pursue, and while this card is in effect, do not perform curses. Only ask for justice. Does that make sense to you? You get my message? Yes, it does. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I look at these as a general reading that 
just to get, say here that you've been in a sort of a sluggish time. You've had things to remediate. There's been a bunch to do. Things are changing. Things are turning. Journaling and and watching what you do, watching what you say, watching what you write, all good things to do. A bad person leaves. A good person uh, arrives. The Sphinx of Justice gives way to the card of justice. So whatever is going on in your life that needs to be balanced will um, come to pass in a just way, but not in an overwhelmingly bonus way and not in a negative way. It will all be just returned to a state that is very fair. All right, so that is my reading. So um, let's turn this over to Contraman. Yeah, thank you. I think you got a fantastic reading there. I've pulled three cards as well, as well as casted a geomancy chart to see what we can see in this situation, give you a sort of broad overview of what your life is headed like. And a lot of these themes line up. Um, so we have uh, the first card is the High Priestess, and the High Priestess shows us a woman's front of the Temple of Solomon between two pillars. This is a woman who has great spiritual abilities. This is a woman who psychic, who is intuitive. This is you. You have inherent abilities uh, yourself. Um, what this indicates is that you should be mindful of your dream. Uh, a journaling is something that this cat recommended. I would actually adjust it slightly to also include journaling of your dreams. Keep a dream diary because I think great wisdom and insight will come to you from the dreams, but also to keep track of the phases of the moon because we have the lunar uh, symbol here, both on her headdress as well as at her feet. So be mindful of the moon, be mindful of your dreams. This will bring some great insight into your life and will also bring you uh, wisdom. Your person has inherent intuitive abilities, so that the develop that, whether you develop a divination system, you develop your skills, the better your life will go. I think a part of you already recognizes that you have spiritual gifts and you're aware of them, so start to work on building them even further and putting your trust in them. The next card is the tower, and that's speaking of the situation that you're in moving forward. There is something is coming to an end. Ms. Cat says that she sees someone leaving. This is very clearly going to be a case of leaving. But I see this as being a little bit more difficult of a leaving. This may be a hard separation. This may be coming with some elements of pain. Be mindful of the people in your life and whether they wish you well or not. Uh, I'm not sure if you're uh, familiar with the concept of the evil eye and the evil tongue. Um, are you aware of those concepts? Yes, I am. Okay. Be mindful um, that there are people in your life that may seem right, but who don't wish you well, who bring harm into your life. These people will soon be removed in your life. These people will be driven out. And it may be a painful separation, maybe a difficult separation. It may seem like things are being overturned. But this is a transient state. It's a state that will pass in time. And it will give way to the sun, which is the joy, the happiness. I would recommend, given that both the high priestess and the sun have some uh, celestial connotations, maybe getting an astrological reading at some point in time just to see where things are going weather-wise for you. Even Ms. Kat mentioned uh, that the Saturn is retrograde right now. So I think there's a theme there. But the sun indicates that this situation, as difficult as it will be, will end joyously, that it will bring you joy, that it will bring you good things. Um, so I, I do see that you are in a, tra- in a 
state of transition, one that will involve separation, that one that will involve the painful ending of things. But those things are not good in your life anyway. And once they are removed, you will find that your life will open up, that the cloud will give way to the sun and joy will enter it. The geomantic figure that we see here is populous, indicating that a new group of people will enter into your life. These people will likely be mercurial, so look for Geminis and Virgos. They will come into your life and bring to you new opportunities, new avenues for growth, new opportunities for friendship. They will likely arrive in your life closer to the November time period. So this is the timeline we're looking at. You're right now in this position where things are going to close and be overturned and have some painful ending of things, and then stuff will start to open around uh, November time where you will start to see the emergence of this new group of people around you that will bring you joy and happiness, and you'll start to see your life turn around at that time period. That's what I see. You're going to turn this over to Christopher, who's going to give you some root work recommendation. Okay, before Hello. before we do that, before we should be missing, before we do that, the geomantic figure of new people was that populous? That was populous, yeah. Okay, just want to make sure. Okay, go ahead, Christopher. <laughs> okay, so listening to your readings and sort of assimilating what I heard from both of them, um, the my intuition is telling me is that for the next month, you want to be taking baths in Van Van bath salts or with Van Van oil. And that is to help you with this transition of state in order to sort of help clean out the bad and bring in the good and make that transition flow for you as much as possible. And then in addition to that, Miss um, Kat mentioned journaling, and I feel you should definitely journal, even if it's just like a little bit, maybe, you know, a document file on your computer, or if you prefer writing, just in a notebook. But with that, you want to encourage dreams, because I feel that your dreams will be telling you and providing you with a lot of information. And that journal, if you can capture that information through dreams, so you want to get um, some kind of lucky dream oil um, or, a, or a psychic vision oil in order to assist that dreaming state and just anoint the temples of your head with it before you go to bed at night. And that will help you to see those dreams and remember them in the morning when you write them down in the journal upon waking. Um, and then the next step on top of that is that you, it's a candle spell, and I want to say it's a road opener, but I don't want you to use road opening oil. I want you to use a combination of Van Van and Attraction. And the center candle will be an orange colored candle, and then in a cross pattern around it, with one above, one below, one to the left, one to the right, you want to put a pink candle, a yellow candle, wait, a pink candle to above of you, to the right of you a yellow candle, below you a blue candle, and to the left of you a green candle. And the center candle you will dress with Van Van, and all the candles around it you will dress individually with attraction oil. And um, you should use attraction powder to create a path 
to the center candle from the four candles on the outside and thus locking that cross pattern into shape. And um, just let it burn over one day so you don't, you, you don't have to do very big candles. And the day you should do this on is actually on a Saturday, and you should do it in the morning as soon as you wake up. Or if you work at night, do it in the morning before you go to bed. And you can use, like, chime candles, if, or if you can find birthday candles in those colors, that'll be fine. And that will help to sort of open up opportunities, open up roads to you, but at the same time attract those things to you that you are, that are trying to move into life, that justice, that populace, that sun, that the tower and the wheel of fortune is sort of taking out of your life, which is being handled through the baths, but at the same time to try and bring good things in as the bad things leave. Wow. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask um, because you spoke really fast. Van Van Oyl to dress the central orange candle. Pink yes. candle above to the yes. right. There was a red candle. To the right, to the a left, yellow candle. Yellow. To the bottom. Okay. Yellow. Okay. To the bottom. Um, so I'm gonna a blue yeah, candle. Just a second. Hold on to the right. I'm co- correcting my texture. Um, to the right is re- um, um, yellow. To the left is green. Yes. And to blue below. Yes. Okay. Why those colors and what do they mean? That's a good question. Um, because this is just kind of what I'm seeing in my mind's eye. And I feel like the pink is to represent sort of like clean beginnings and a good life. The mm-hmm. yellow is that solar color, and it represents kind of all the positive qualities of the sun. The blue mm-hmm. is for peace and tranquility and wisdom, and the green is for prosperity and abundance and good fortune. Okay. And the central orange is for change, right? And the central orange is for change. Right. Okay. I always ask people why they do these, and I know you know there's a sort of a system of colors, but I just want to make sure we're on the same path here. Okay. Um, now, in lighting those, because people always ask, is there any particular order in which to light them? You should light the orange candle first, but the outside candles you can light in any order. Okay. Okay, so we're going to say light the central candle first. Um, Now, that's a very often asked question, so I'm just going to quickly jump in with that. Some people will go uh, and use uh, the old uh, prayer of the breastplate of St. Patrick, God above me, God before me, God behind me, all that various patterning. Other people Mm -hmm. will start from the east, go uh, to the south and to the west, to the north. There are many ways to do this. Some people will do it in a Z or crisscross pattern. The pattern isn't just random. You pick your pattern, okay, of which way you want to light them. And so this is for bringing change in these four areas of life, right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you very much for for explaining that because people do... People do have a lot of questions, you know, um, and four-inch candles are ideal for this. Another question that we are often asked is, um, uh, should we uh, use tea lights 
and yes, you could use tea lights. Yes. All right, there's our music. So up next is our network schedule announcement. So let's go with that. The LMC Radio Network is a media alliance whose excellent shows include The Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Rootwork Hour with Catherine Ironwood and Conjurman Ollie, Sundays, 3 to 4.30. The Crystal Silence League Hour with John St. Germain, Tuesdays, 5 to 6. The Witch, the Priestess, and the Cauldron with Elvira Love and Phoenix Le Fay, Fridays, 1 to 2. And Blue Flag Root Radio with Lady Muse, Fridays, 7 to 8. All time specific, add three hours for Eastern, sponsored by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California, and online at luckymojo.com. And now it's time for our free spell segment from our special guest, Conjurman of Conjurman Consulting in Mission Viejo, California. Take it away, Conjurman. Thank you, Clifford, and thank you for having me on uh, as a guest uh, at the Lucky Mojo Udu Root Work Hour. It's been so fun. It was great chatting with Brother Christopher and Miss Kat. Uh, I am going to give you a free spell. It is my go-to love uncrossing bath, but it has been expanded and inspired by a little bit of cotton clear work. So we're going to see how the bath and cotton clear-esque candle work works together. So it's my, the famous milk and honey bath from Conjurman with some additions. So what do you need? You need a pink candle, a black candle, a cauldron. You can also use any sort of heat-proof bowl or dish, some t- and then an additional saucer. You want honey, milk, rue, violet leaves, rose petals, love me oil, come to me oil, a pen and paper, and your favorite perfume, cologne, scent, whatever. Start this working when the moon is waning on Monday and at sunset. Take the rue and the violet leaves and brew them into a tea. Then draw yourself a warm bath. Add the tea, the milk, the honey, and then let yourself just luxuriate in this. Allow yourself to really soak into it. So you're going to draw the bath, add in the tea, add in the milk, add in the honey. You want to swirl your hand around a little bit, pray over, and then let yourself soak. Pray from your heart that your heart be healed and that all cross conditions keeping you from joy and a fulfilling love be removed. Spend a little while in this bath, letting all the pain melt away. Get out and air dry. Now go before your altar, and on your altar you should have all your stuff laid out. Take the piece of paper, fold it in half, unfold it, and on the left-hand side, write all the things that are holding you back from love. Be honest. Be, be clear. This is a moment of reflection. Uh, fear is keeping me from love. My bad thoughts are keeping me from love. My hurt experience from my past relationship is keeping me from love, and so on and so forth. Write it all down. Pour your heart into that paper. Then tear it in half. Set aside the blank portion. Keep the one that you've written. Now light your black candle and say, By light of this fire, I break and purge all the conditions crossing my heart. Light the paper on fire from that candle and place it into that cauldron or your heat-proof bowl, whatever it is. Place it there and let it burn down to ash. 
the candle, you are going to then turn upside down and snuff out in that ash. Take that entire mess, the ashes, the leftover candle, the little bit of the used bathwater if you've got some, and go to a river, a running river, dispose of it over your left shoulder, and walk away without looking back. It's important for you not to look back. Walk away with confidence. If you look back, it is an act of doubt. You want no doubt. You've left the hurt behind. Then, on a Friday, when the moon is waxing and at dawn, so you want to do this when the moon is just at its edge. You want to time this. You'll get yourself a nice moon calendar. It will be easy to time. On, or if you have to do it on a separate week, it's entirely fine. But you want to start the next portion on the Friday when the moon is waxing and at dawn. Take the other piece of paper, the blank paper that has been torn, that has been left. Write down what you seek in a partner and a lover. Now, anoint your pink candle with the oils we mentioned, the love me and the come to me oil. Place it in the saucer. Take two rose petals. Kiss one, then kiss the other. Place them in the paper and fold them into the paper. Place it underneath the saucer and ring the candle with honey. Light the pink candle and pray that your love, wherever they are in the world, will come to you, drawn to you like a moth to a flame. Let the candle burn down. Take a dab of that honey with your finger and taste it. And say, as this honey is sweet, so too will my love life be sweet going forward. Take a drop of that honey and add it to the perfume of your choice. Not a lot. You don't want to gunk up the bottle. Just a little symbolic amount along with a drop of each of the oils. Take the piece of paper that has been left with the rose petal, put it underneath your mattress, take the leftover wax and bury it in your front lawn, and every time you go out, you are going to spray yourself with that fixed perfume that has that little bit of honey and the little bit of oils on that, and you will find love should your heart be open to it. The one practical consideration I say is change up your patterns. Go to somewhere unexpected. If you usually are a homebody, try going out more. Open your heart up to people you might not normally consider dating. See what the world and spirit brings to you and be open to it. You can also adjust this working slightly by adding your sexual fluid to the pink candle and to the perfume, so a little bit of sex magic, if you like. And that is my free spell for you. Wow. And and it was so nice, Conjurman, to have you as a guest and have you type it Thank out. You so so I didn't have to type it as you spoke. Conjurman <laughs> <laughs> um, speaks very quickly and I try to type to keep up with him so often. Thank you so much yeah, for having that typed out. It was... Um, and it's really, really a good thing. Uh, we have a question for you. C. Clark 112 yeah. in the chat says, what about online dating? Can you real quick uh, talk about that? Yes, you can absolutely use this with online dating. Most people use apps and dating, uh, online dating now. Anyways, wear the perfume when you're on talking to that person online, but make sure that you eventually meet in person. You've got to break out of any sort of habit. So, like, for example, if you've been doing online dating and it never goes anywhere, 
then the next practical step is you wear this perfume after you or this cologne or whatever they sent. After you've done your magical work, you're going to talk to this person and then make sure you meet up in person as soon as possible to break the old habits. So the key to love uncrossing is both spiritual work but also practical change, which helps you to break out of old patterns. That's, that's really good advice. And I'm going to say one other thing. We don't know the future of our civilization, if any. Mm. It may be that people all end up living in little 8 by 10 uh, roomlets <laughs> and, uh, and do only do online dating and um, right. you know, send um, you know, frozen semen and frozen eggs through um, drones. And, um, and maybe you don't even have babies. Maybe the babies <laughs> are just born in test tubes. So online dating is a good way to go. But for now... You do want to meet in person until the technology catches up so that you can just meet people online and never meet them in person. (laughs) Good luck. (laughs) All right. I've read too much science fiction. You know, any future is possible. So there's our... There's a distance mating. (laughs) Distance mating is what Shiva called it. Um, So there's our music. So let's get um, uh, Clifford in with our announcements and then we'll all come back and say goodbye. All right. Thank you, Ms. Cat and Brother Christopher. And uh, thank you, Conjurman of ConjurmanConsulting.com, Mission Bio, California, for being our guest this week. We invite you to join us again next week when our special guest will be another great guest. Once again, we'll come to the end of another Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Network Hour brought to you by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California. You can find Miss Cat via the Lucky Mojo form at form.luckymojo.com and Brother Christopher at roomworker.com in California. I'm your announcer, Clifford Lowe, joining you from clifflow.com. The Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Rubric Hour can be heard every week live on Blog Talk Radio at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, and the shows are available in archive via luckymojo.com slash radioshow.html. For all of us at Lucky Mojo, I'd like to thank you once again for being here and invite you to tune again next week at the same time when you will hear the familiar strains of the Memphis Jug Band playing the Jug Band Waltz. Thank you, everybody, and goodbye. Thank you. Thank you, Clifford. And thank you, Christopher, for uh, co-hosting with me. We'll have you on as a guest real soon again. Uh, You have a lot to contribute. You know a lot. And um, so we want to see you on the show as much as we can. In the meantime, folks, you can find Brother Christopher at Hoodoo Psychics or at his own website. (laughs) Runeworker.com. Runeworker.com. Thank you. I knew you were going to throw that in. (laughs) All right. right. Well, uh, all of y'all, come on by the Lucky Mojo shop in person. Order by mail with confidence. You can also, if you have any questions, please go to the Lucky Mojo forum, forum forum.luckymojo.com. We will answer your questions for free. I'm hoping to get... um, Brother Christopher set up as a moderator. He's been doing a lot of answering of questions, and um, he's going to uh, help you. And we'll we'll see what that what good that does you. You'll get to know him better. All right, and thank you, uh, Countryman, for being our guest. Good night. Yeah, it was a pleasure. Good night. Bye bye. Ciao.